Welcome back to another episode of the What's on Weibo podcast. My name is Manja Kutze and I'm the editor-in-chief of whatsonweibo.com. Today we will dive into a topic that has gone insanely viral on Chinese social media. And it's high time we do so because it's all everyone has been talking about the past two, three weeks, even though it has not gotten a lot of attention in the English language media. We will discuss the story of this young Tibetan man by the name of Ding Zhen. He's also known as the Horse Prince, and he has completely taken over the Chinese internet, with a new hashtag about him going trending every single day. To properly tell this story, we need to start at the very beginning, and because it's almost, almost like a fairy tale, I will start with Once Upon a Time. So once upon a time, there was this photographer named The Smile Collector, Bo Ge The Smile Collector, who was very active on Chinese social media, where he shares all kinds of portraits of different people smiling and uh, people with unique faces. And on November 11th of this year, 2020, Bo Ge shared this very short clip, I believe it was just 10 seconds or so, of a young, handsome man walking, dressed in traditional Tibetan clothing, looking into the camera and smiling with a very, very capturing smile. And that was how everyone got to know Ding Zhen. I spoke about Ding Zhen with Miranda Barnes, who is the news editor at What's on Weibo. So it started with this Douyin blogger, the Chinese version of TikTok. He posted a short clip of him walking. Um, basically, he was actually on his way to get pot noodles. And he, with this really most innocent, pure-looking smile, um, it's as simple as that, that this video, just him walking, carrying his pot noodles and... And people just never see anything like that. And it just gone viral. People just rarely see things like this. So innocent, so pure, so authentic. And yeah, that video got over 2 million viewers. And he just gone viral. Girls just love his pretty face. <laughs> and he's also very young. He's only 20 years old. And people just go crazy for him because just he's so unique. He's not like any other shooting stars or KOL they've seen. It's just, people said, how could he be so wild and so innocent at the same time? So this short clip of the sweet wild boy, how everyone uh, is calling him now, Tian Yan Hai, was actually unintentionally recorded by this Chinese photographer named Hu Bo. His real name is Hu Bo, because he was meant to film someone else that day. And later on, I find out the photographer was actually um, intent to film his brother, baby brother, that same day. Um, before that, he filmed his uncle and also the baby brother, but the, none of them got picked up by the internet. And then the day he accidentally found Ding Zhen, and boom, it's a different story. In another clip, you see Ding Zhen smiling in the camera and speaking about his passion for raising horses. And with these few clips, that's where all the craze for Ding started. 
And let me tell you a little bit about about Ding Zhen. He he did not have a particularly easy life. For example, he he never went to school. He's not very good at reading or writing Chinese characters or at speaking Mandarin. And in 20 years time, he has never once left his hometown of Li Tang, which is a town with a population of some 50,000 people. He is a farmer. He takes care of cattle together with his brother. And he says that his dream is to become a champion in horse racing, together with his little horse, Pearl. So there have been more interviews and um, a few more clips, video clips about him. And people find out that he has his horse. He loves it. Um, The horse's name is Pearl, a little white horse. And he never been to school shockingly um he's 20 years old but he couldn't really read or write um people followers been sending tons of study materials to him and and all these attention um finally the government realized the local government realized oh my god this this guy is 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 the best chance for us to promote us to promote our area to promote tourism to promote our culture and then they took over the job and they enrolled him in into a study program and he has been um, on classes now. Part of his appeal is also Ding's innocence and the fact that he's been so isolated. I mean, here you have this rapidly changing China where literally entire cities are transforming within a year. And there's this digital revolution that's going on. Everyone is on their mobile phones, new Technological developments are happening every day and there's apps and social social media platforms, you know, popping up like mushrooms. And yet this guy has been in the same little town for 20 years. He has never been active on social media. He was not on Douyin, not on Weibo. And he's been leading this very non digital offline life and i think it's very it's for many people it's really a a breath of fresh air to see a young um person in china today who is leading this life and i think many people just didn't realize that there is this entire world within china that they they didn't know of and he is very innocent i remember at the early videos um videos I've seen, um, someone asked which province you're in, and but the, the sound of the province also sounds like um, when you were born. And he said, um, I, I was given birth by my mother, so that's just how bad his Mandarin is. And it just so, it feels he's so isolated from the rest of the world, the, the rest of the country, and he's so different. This is all taking place in Ganze or Garza Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture, which is located in western Sichuan province in, in south central China. And it actually neighbors central Tibet, but still it is an important ethnically Tibetan area. And Dingzhen specifically is from Litang County, which is this major center of Tibetan culture in Sichuan province. And it is actually one of the highest towns in the world. Several spiritual leaders were born here, including the, the 7th and the 10th Dalai Lama. And if you want uh 
to to have a picture in your mind of what it looks like think of uh, yaks wide grasslands uh, temples farmers nomadic herders grassy hills all of that it, it's very beautiful and it's home to the kampa tibetans a, a subdivision of the tibetan ethnicity and kampa men are known for being very tall for being exceptional horsemen and for being very proud and, and brave warriors, there is actually an annual Litang horse festival, including a beauty pageant where these Kampa warriors take the stage and show their clothing, their fine jewelry, uh, their traditional hairstyle, and it's, uh, it's quite a, a festival. Well, why is this background important? Dingjin's background and where he comes from is important because after his popularity, multiple regions and uh, provinces and areas in China tried to claim Dingjin as their own ambassador. I mean, Dingjin went viral, but so did his hometown. And unexpectedly, Dingjin became an ambassador to the entire region. And... Um, it seems that suddenly now everyone knows about Li Tang, which is a county that has been trying very hard to attract more tourism to revitalize its its economy over the past few years. It's still a, a quite an impoverished area, and um, although there have been many improvements to to the living conditions of the farmers and and the herdsmen and the families in this area, it's still quite poor. Um, well, to give an example, there's one village in Litang County that was only given access to electricity late last year, in, in late 2019. So that gives you an idea of, um, of quite how impoverished the region is. And now, thanks to Ding Jun, there suddenly is this spike in interest and in hotel bookings. So obviously, Ding has become a very important person for the local government who have now hired him. That's the thing is, um, the local government took over the job. They started to act like an agent. They signed him to work with them. And um, he actually gets um, 3,500 um, RMB a month as his monthly salary. That is about um, 500 US dollars. And also he has, he gets his social benefit. And they also signed another contract as like an agent contract to represent him. Um, they won't take a cut. That's what they said. So they guarantee that he's protected. There was this trending hashtag on Weibo the other day about fans coming to Li Tang specifically to see Ding Jin. And this is now seriously happening. There are people from all over the country who are traveling to the region to see where Ding Jin comes from. And uh, there is also a run on books about the region. So it's not only Ding Jin who is a hot topic. So much comes with it. You see that everyone wants to jump in on this hype and there's actually some sort of war over Ding Jin and who he belongs to. So Sichuan tourism is trying to get all they can out of his success. 
But at the beginning in November, just after he went viral, there was one problem. And that was that there was some confusion over where Ding was actually from. Because he is Kampa Tibetan, and some just thought he was Tibetan. And then there were others who said he was Sichuanese, and he's from Litang. And people were just very unclear about where he was from. When he was asked in an interview where he would like to go, if he could go anywhere in the world, he said that he would like to go to Lhasa. And for many, this was a very surprising answer since Lhasa is the capital of Tibet and they all thought he was from Tibet. I thought Ding Zhen lived in Tibet even became a viral hashtag on Weibo. And people just assumed that he's actually from Tibet. And then the local government who has done all this job and realized, wait a minute, we're the ones trying to promote us, not a different province. So they started this new hashtag that Ding Zhen is in Sichuan and to correct that um, and that just also gone viral and last and the Tibet um, local government and their um, Weibo account realized wait a minute we just got this for free so they also took advantage and say oh we invite him to come so there was almost uh, like a little battle between these two provinces because the Sichuan actually did all the hard work and um, and they got him to hold a piece of red paper, like a poster size, says, I'm in Sichuan. And, just, and I, I do, in a way, I do feel that he probably have no idea exactly what's going on, but he's just been doing what he's told at this point. Um, and then people start to Photoshop that because it's a piece of paper, it's so easy to Photoshop, so they change the words to all different things. It's like a, like a party that everybody has a role in. Everybody's playing a part. Quite unintentionally, it seems that Ding Zhan has helped people gain a better understanding of this region in China and how big it is and how diverse it actually is and that there's Tibet and there's Sichuan and there's this entire prefecture. But it also helped other regions and cities to claim Ding Zhan to promote themselves. Yeah, so the latest is... Um all the other regional, other provinces, not just Sichuan and Tibet, they joined the battle as well. They were like, oh, we invite you over. Please come to check us out and see how beautiful we are. And they'll post a, a few videos of them and they're trying to use, include the same hashtag <laughs> to, to take a slice of this big cake. Ding Zhen has become a motor driving this new tourism industry and shining a light on regions that previously never got this much attention. And people on Weibo also really seem to love it. And the fans are definitely having a good time in this, because the stereotype um, government Weibo account are normally dull and slow and rarely updates and just always late for everything. But in this case, everybody's so active the uh, local da- uh, Sichuan Daily, the local media and the local government and lo- local tourism companies. And they just work together really hard to push these hashtags. And they're using the words that people would use on the internet, the funny words, and you use these different jokes. And 
And people love to see that. They love to see the government is taking advantage of this to promote their local tourism because it is such a beautiful place and it, it has been not um, developed well economically. Especially this year with the pandemic, um, the the past national holiday, October national holiday, you see the the biggest um, domestic tourism market in years. And this is a really good opportunity for these areas to promote it because people can't go out, go out, they cannot go abroad, they can't go to other countries. So they might as well explore with, with within China, there's still so many places they haven't been. This is a great opportunity for them to realize that. Not a single day goes by recently when Ding Zhen is not trending on Chinese social media. He's been invited to various TV shows, there is a TV show in the making about him, and there is something new coming out about Ding Zhen every single day. One of the things that has attracted a lot of attention recently is a three-minute promotional video that was launched featuring Ding Zhen, his horse, and his beautiful hometown. And this video is called Ding Zhen's World. I'm Ding Zhen. I'm 20 years old. My home is in Litang County, Garza Prefecture of Sichuan, at the foot of the Guyan Snow Mountain. Most of the time I'm out with my brother, caring for the cows on the pasture. Time goes by slowly, very slowly. I'm very fond of my horse. He's called Pearl. I traded my father's best horse for him. I'm happiest when I race horses with my brothers. I'm very good at it. I won a lot of races in my village. They call me the horse prince. Many people ask me about my dream, but I don't think about it too much. I just want to ride my horse across the mountains and over the hills. This is my world where my friends are singing everlasting love songs. The world outside is big, but I love my hometown. I want to stay in my own world. The video shows Ding Zhen sitting around a, a fire with all his friends, making music and dancing and um, all in all, it's a very beautiful promotional film that gives you a good idea about the region and how beautiful it is. And this has become a really popular clip and it really helped promote the area. has been working pretty well because there, there have been people been there before and I said oh how come I never seen anybody like that when I was there and I want to go back and also people say wow this is amazing this is so beautiful and I definitely will put that to my list. With this incredible popularity of Ding and people actually coming to the area to search for him um, you see that that shortly after he he got so famous, neighbors and villagers started sharing some personal information and, and old photographs about Ding. And this has led to concerns online over his privacy. What's on Weibo contributor Luke Jacobus 
was actually the one who first wrote about Ding Zhen for Watson Weibo. And he saw some similarities between Ding Zhen and others who previously became famous overnight in China. One example is Brother Sharp. Maybe you remember him because there's this iconic picture that went completely viral at the time. He was a homeless man from Ningbo who became an online hit in 2010 when that iconic photo of him went viral. It, it showed him walking the street and smoking a cigarette and his hair was very scruffy, but he looked very fashionable and handsome, almost as if the street was his catwalk. And that photo was everywhere and he became very famous. And then more recently, there was this man uh, who was nicknamed the Vagrant Shanghai Professor, also a homeless man who became an internet sensation for how he eloquently discussed literature and philosophy. And uh, he was practically teaching people on the streets and tons of fans went out in the streets of Shanghai to look for him and, and take his picture. Well, here's what Luke has to say about Ding Zhen's sudden fame. I think that Ding Zhen's case is a really unique one, uh, largely because the course of his popularity has really been influenced by former cases like Brother Sharp and Shanghai's Vagrant Professor, of people becoming extraordinarily famous overnight uh, on Chinese social media. Uh, a lot of netizens were concerned about his personal life being disrupted even at the outset of his online popularity. And I think that two factors really influenced that concern, uh, one of them being previous cases like Brother Sharp where popularity really became detrimental to the person's privacy and their personal life. And in the end, Brother Sharp was not able to effectively capitalize on that fame, and so was left virtually empty-handed. Uh, and this left many netizens concerned that someone like Ding Zhen a decade later might be similarly exploited and taken advantage of. And the second aspect is Ding Zhen's pastoral lifestyle, riding horses and shooting arrows out on the grasslands, as one commenter put it, uh, which has created a kind of idealized image for him in the eyes of many netizens. And some Weibo users were very concerned that fame would pull him out of this relatively poor town that he lived in and, as one put it, uh, corrupt this innocent young man. So what's the latest news on Ding Zhen right now? So he has been famous for three or four weeks now, and his popularity, well, is only growing. There are no signs of him becoming any less popular. In fact, he is now also becoming more famous outside of China in South Korea, and he was also recently featured in a new show in Japan. He has also been doing a little bit of traveling for the first time he has been to Chengdu. Meanwhile, he is working in his uh, new job at, at this local tourism office. And um, he's active on social media now. He opened up his own Weibo account. Of course, immediately he gained thousands of fans. He is still super popular on Weibo every single day. Uh, but as for appearing on, on TV and stuff like that, a local spokesperson has said that the invitations for TV shows and such things are cancelled for now because they are trying to protect Ding Zhen and trying to take it easy. Um, Ding Zhen recently also spoke about his sudden fame and all the invitations coming from everywhere in the country. Mm -hmm. 
He said, I saw it all and I'm very happy, but I don't have so much time, so I cannot go everywhere right away. So if you have time, please come to my hometown, Litang. Well, that is what a lot of people are doing, because meanwhile, local tourism is thriving and it has dramatically increased, which is, of course, very uh, good for the local economy. So I'm sure that many of uh, Dingjian's neighbors and uh, fellow uh, villagers are very happy with him. Um so Ding Zhen, what's new, he also bought his mom a washing machine. His mom was very happy with that because she's been doing all the laundry with her bare hands for years. So that's something very new. And he is studying um, three hours a day because he is receiving so much study material and books from all over the country of fans that hope that Ding Zhen can finally get his education. Um, he's actually receiving so many books that the local postman thought that Ding Zhen was a library manager. Uh, there have been some videos going, uh, making their rounds around social media, showing piles and piles of boxes outside of Ding Zhen's home. So uh, who knows, maybe he could actually start his own library in the future. Um, Anyway, it, it started as a fairy tale and there's so many dimensions to this story and um, let's just hope that this horse prince gets to live happily ever after. That's it for now. We will keep you updated with more trends to come. Follow What's on Weibo on Twitter, on Facebook. You can also sign up for notifications on whatsonweibo.com. And please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast channel. Until next time, bye-bye.